0: Today, uh, we have a, an esteemed couple of panelists, um, one person that I know for a long time and has been really serving our nation honorably, um, has uh, been a very, very strong advocate for women's uh, voice in the military, and not just uh, regionally um, here or lo- locally in the state, city in the state, but also nationally. And Rochelle Crump is a U.S. Army veteran, founder, and president of National Women. Veterans United, and she has with her Trista Bonds, a U.S. Army veteran. Um, So we are so, so pleased to have both of you on, and uh, today we're going to be talking about National Women Veterans United updates and celebrating Women Veterans Day. Yay, yay, yay. Rochelle, how are you?
1: I'm president and for and I'm doing
0: just fine. Thank you so much, Dr. Arnold. <laughs> okay. Good to talk to you. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, 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 ma'am. We, uh, we have a lot catching up to do. This COVID has uh, knocked off my uh, telecommunications capabilities and I need to start reaching out to people in person. So <laughs> hopefully yes. we will be touching base. Yes. Soon. <laughs> and uh, uh, really honored to have you on, Trista. Um, we are so uh, glad that you joined the show. And uh, why don't you lead us off, Rochelle? What what do you uh, what do you want to talk about today? Why what are the updates that we need to know? Well,
1: yeah, well, thank you so much uh, for giving the information about the Women Veterans Day, and uh, you know, as an organization, it was our obligation and duty to do something today to bring awareness to women veterans and to make sure that you know we are recognized for the many contributions and the services that they've done over a lifetime, pretty much of all wars, you know, and conflicts. And so often, you know, we get left behind or we get left out. And, you know, it was just a, a great opportunity for us to have this day uh, in which we did celebrate here at our center located at 8620 South Pulaski Road. Uh, of course, we are the only Illinois uh, Women Veterans Center in the state of Illinois, so we're really proud about that. Uh, we continue to provide services uh, financially as well as to, you know, gather with women veterans and um, like today was share their service and share their story. And that meant a lot for those women who came out. We had uh, probably over nearly 50 women, I'm sure it was about 50 women that came out. And then we had two uh, support um, providers to come out, the Gen Care Medical Center, uh, and also the Cook County Veterans Assistance Commission came out also to provide information about some changes that they have in their um, benefits. So it was great mm-hmm. to have both of them here. Uh, We had it all planned out to have ice cream, social. We also participated in the National Lewis University uh, Women Veterans event that they were doing. So we got online with them also. We had our regular monthly meeting. And so we were entertaining everybody in person and Zoom at the same time. Uh, (laughs) and (laughs) And we got cut short by we had a little storm out this way today. And, uh, mm-hmm. so, you know, we had things outside and we had things on the inside. So those that were outside had to come in. Uh, we had dance fitness today. Uh, we also did have the ice cream social. We had support letters from our, um, district congressional representative, Bobby, uh, honorable Bobby Rush and mm-hmm. also from our honorable state Representative, State Senator, I'm sorry, State Senator Jacqueline uh, Collins, and also from Mayor, Honorable Mayor uh, Lori Lightfoot. So we definitely wow. were, um, you know, very happy and pleased that they took time to recognize this day with us, you know, citing different things about how powerful women are when they come together and, you know, how they create magic and to talk about the past contributions, as I mentioned. And, you know, one of my greatest things is not being left out of history. That is so important. Mm -hmm. And we have so many women in our organizations that have served land, air, and sea, combat, and peacetime. And basically, you know, they're telling them stories, their stories, Often brings out things that they forgot and, and, and it's so significant, you know, uh, the one Coast Guard member that we have in our organization, she actually retired out of the uh, Coast Guard, you know, and she wasn't an officer, she was a, a senior officer. And, um, you know, sometimes we don't see that all the time. In fact, we don't hardly see them at all unless they're, you know, like the Admiral or, you know, they're mm-hmm. uh up higher in, in rank. But we hardly ever see them outside of being in the auxiliary. Right, uh right, But right. she actually retired out of the Coast Guard. And that was just amazing, you know, mm-hmm. to hear her story and how, you know, they were also on deck also, you know. And um, they stayed on on C, you know. Yeah. And, and when you listen to that and she started, you know, uh, reminiscing about, you know, how the women were, you know, like in one separate place, the men were another, you know, kind of sort of like the other branches of service during that time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it brings back a lot of things that we forget. And then a lot of things that we see are different now, mm-hmm. but a lot of things also to make us understand that we still have a long way to go. Until we get caught up to where we should be.
0: Yes, yes. And, yes, um,
1: yes. you know, it, it's just something that, um, today was again, uh, Congressman Rush, his aide came by also to deliver the letter and it was great having, uh, Patrick McDermott here with us today. Um, we also had creative art therapy. Uh, we got a chance to kind of like gather our thoughts about the question of, why have a women veteran today? That was the question. And listening to the responses of the women, you know, about respect, mm-hmm. to hear them talk about not being recognized, to always being um that must be your brother's car. You know, we've talked about this over and over again on WBON several mm-hmm. times, but, you know, it was just amazing that these are some other women that came together that we were not, they weren't even members of our organization that basically had the same expression about why it was important and how significant it is to push forward, because that's mm-hmm. our next step. Yeah. You know, the next mm-hmm. step has to be to get it across all states, not just some states. So that's one of the things that we did discuss and, and that's how our next, uh, Advocacy is is going to actually uh, take a charge on that, calling other states and calling those uh, governors and having them declare, you know, June the 12th to be actually Women Veterans Day so that we can get all 50 states. And if we can get recognition in all 50 states, then I think we can move forward. We're trying to make it a national day.
0: Oh, I think yes. if we yeah, get
1: yeah. that close, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. Uh, we should be able to get some support that way, and how cool would that be to be able to have our story and our service highlighted?
0: Yeah, and it's, it's, it's you know, and it's a, uh, a necessary step for us to truly call ourselves a nation that um, is living by a constitution that uh, respects all people and everyone who's mm-hmm. in this nation, and uh, we can't you know go to other nations and say you know we. Um, we have all these values and we have all these ideas on paper, but we're not, you know, executing them in person, right, in reality. And so mm-hmm. I think this is, it's time for a transition in, in that regard. So I'm really glad that you're pushing, pushing, pushing for that. And um, I, I just, um, you know, I think that that is something that, you know, all veterans should be supporting, um, you know, uh, whether you are um, a woman or a man, you should be supporting mm-hmm. what's right for your uh, co Um, you know, your co-family members in the military is to to make sure that they have the recognition and the honor that they deserve, Um, you know. Yes. Yes. And we have many people, you know, who here um, are not giving that kind of respect or acknowledgement to women, whether it's in the media Mm -hmm. or other places, and they never served, you know. Yes. So, so you know, you can't wave a flag and say that, uh, you know, these uh, women haven't served this country honorably.
1: That's right. That's right. And I know uh Trist is a, a new member of our organization, and mm-hmm. so, you know, she has a, a very um, extensive background in manufacturing and, you know, um, basically STEM, you know, and those type of things that we're actually also adding into the equation of our, uh, community efforts to be in the community and to help our communities and her first time being with us today and I really would like to hear her what she thought about women's Veterans Day uh, today as well
2: well i i I was just really excited first of all um, thank you Rochelle for even embracing me like you have you know i'm I'm not a native of Chicago I've been a part of some amazing organizations but nothing has touched my heart. And made me feel as welcome as the Women Veterans United, um, National Women Veterans uh, United organization. I felt like I was at home. I felt like I was back in one of my old units, uh, back and forth <laughs> in Texas when I was serving in the Army. Because one of the things about being in the military is there's a camaraderie. You said it's, there, there's a family. And there really is. Your, your military um, sisters and brothers are like family members to you. And I felt... Like I was around a bunch of aunties or cousins or sisters today. It just <laughs> felt so good. And I just I was I've been in, in the organization now since February, but due to mm-hmm. COVID and other things, I wasn't able to participate in person until today. And I had a wonderful time. So I just wanna say that. I felt rejuvenated. I felt comforted. I felt I got, you know, I got to jiggle and wiggle a little bit with everybody and get to know the ladies in person. It was just wonderful. So I had a wonderful day. My day was full, and we we wrapping it up with just a a good conversation. I love WVON, so this is just a wonderful opportunity. And thank you so much for inviting me to join in on the conversation.
1: Oh, yeah. And, And then moving forward, you know, we also think that that Women Veterans Day will help us even more so in bringing awareness about MST, you know, military sexual trauma for okay. females mm-hmm. and never forgetting, you know, uh, Vanessa Ginn and all those women who basically they didn't die at the hands of, you know, like Simone Robinson of, you know, enemy, but inside enemy, if you will, you know, okay. and, and that means a little, and I'm sure it will mean a lot to the families that as we continue to highlight and, and, you know, to talk about it and make sure that they are hearing us, you know, can you hear me now is what we want them to hear, you know, because we're going to keep on talking about it. We're going to keep on putting the pressure on them, you know. And even though they're doing investigations, even though, you know, they're following through with, you know, Doing other studies on it and investigations. There's still not enough because I have yet to hear. And that's because we haven't clamped down yet on them. And that is not until they tell us that they will put military perpetrators on the sex offender list. We will not be satisfied until we hear that as a part of their, uh, their resolution to how they're going to handle this problem. So we think that that would be the honorable thing to do, you know, because a lot of them get an opportunity to retire, you know, they don't go to the brig, they retire. Some, you know, get a bad discharge, not all, but they never make it to the the actual list that would have them being watched in the community because if they have that behavior in the military in which they may have even brought it to the military, then they should be watched in the community as well because all we're doing is shifting people from one system to another system yeah. and it's
0: not right yeah and also a lot of men get to see, you know get sexually traumatized as well. You know, it's yeah. that. and it's just starting to become more. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and, and to your point, Rochelle, it's like they brought it to the military because the military doesn't teach you to do that. <laughs> it, it's That's something right. that you're bringing in that you should not have. You should. Um, and, and, you know, those people who are uh, doing that or thinking about doing that know that you're going to mm-hmm. pay a price uh, for, you know, uh, assaulting uh, women in the service. Uh, these are uh, service members who are serving this nation. Uh, they're part of our pride, mm-hmm. and they're part of uh, who uh, we should uh, be looking up to as role models and and people who are serving, you know, the nation honorably, keeping us uh, safe in our beds at night. Right? So, absolutely. Um, um, you know, so so uh, so it sounds like you had a great time. Uh, the two of we you did. at this event. Mm-hmm. I, I was, we did. I was at an AMA <laughs> meeting. I wish I was there with you instead. Uh, yeah. When you said the ice cream, I was thinking, you know, when you said the weather changed a bit, I said, you know, if it ain't uh-huh. raining, you ain't training, you know, that army, <laughs> that army exactly. thing. Exactly, that's right. <laughs> but that's I, would, right. I would stand out in the rain for the ice cream, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. right, right. And we had a lot of ice cream here, and we just kind of bought a mix of it. But first, we were going to do like the scooping, and then we was like, no, let's just break it down, get all types <laughs> of individuals, that way they'll eat it all, you know. So we did yeah. have a, a great time, you know, and we did have some great conversations with our women. Uh, definitely we're looking at, you know, the entrepreneurship and women business and manufacturing. And we have, I'm going to have uh, Trish to talk about the new program that we're getting ready to launch Yes, hopefully this year. Go ahead
2: uh, pop up. Yes. So um, I also want to say too, like one of the things that I experienced when I was in the military is there was a lot of discrimination on many fronts. It was refreshing, <laughs> especially celebrating Pride Month. To see that those barriers have been removed for everybody of any mm-hmm. background, of any um, persuasion, or of any um, g- uh, gender, so I was just, I was just really excited to see the growth and just to see the joy um, in my fellow sisters that I that I celebrated Women's Veterans Day with today. Um, but moreover, I'm excited because we did announce to our Members that we're launching our STEM um, initiatives this year. Uh, the first initiative that we're launching is a, a STEM Fest for our youth this summer. Uh, we have a full um, health and beauty chemistry STEM program that we're going to be um, having with them this July, and we'll be doing project-based learning um, experiments where they're going to be making all sorts of health and beauty products. So They're going to learn the chemistry behind those different products, They're going to be able to add, you know, their own unique innovative twists with different scents and different techniques. Um, And we're going to um, have youth actually um, host the different booths where there are, I think we're targeting about 20 to 30 girls that will be Mm -hmm. participating in this, in this STEM Fest on July 31st. So we're really excited about that. Um, We're working with the Chicago Women in Trades to help, um, steer uh some of our members or some women who are coming out of the military looking to transition into more of the skilled trades type industry sectors um, in welding and in construction trades and then even just in the general skilled trades through apprenticeship opportunities with electricians and plumbers and things of that nature so we're working with them and we're looking at um placing some ladies um with their cohorts in the fall and then we're also um still working on developing some entry-level STEM career pathways internal to North uh, National Women Veterans United. So we're really excited about that, um, and I'm excited to be a part of that. I called um, Rochelle back in the winter saying I'm looking, you know, for I was looking for some missing documents that I didn't have, some DD-214s <laughs> and things, and then she got to know me and I got to know her, and she's like, you know what, you're already in manufacturing. This is what we want to do. We want to get, you know, start helping our women like find career pathways. And I'm like, oh, yeah, definitely. So, um, I'm, I'm glad to be a part of the organization. I'm glad that I can help facilitate under her, under her direction. I'm telling you, she's amazing. She's been helping me along the way. Um, we're seeking opportunities for funding so we can leverage funds for, to even grow the organization's capacity. So, it is it is a great time to be a part of the NWVU right now. I'm, I'm really excited about everything that's coming up. Um, and so, again, that STEM Fest is going to happen on July 31st. So hopefully we'll get a chance to send you some shout-outs. Um, we're going to be hosting it right at um, our facility, mm-hmm. um, Pulaski and 87th Street. So it's going to be great. We have a lot of activities planned
0: for our girls. Okay, so it's the 87th and Pulaski, huh? Eighty six mm-hmm. or oh, eighty six in Palais, Oh, I'm right? sorry, eighty six. Yeah,
1: sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're excited about nice. it, and and more so about doing our part for youth. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're looking at this violence of youth and what's going on in the community, oh, yeah. and everybody has to do their part. You know, we just can't go on having programs and not address what's going on outside of our doors. So we are definitely looking to be a part of that. Uh, Sovereign, you know, putting some of these young men and and women into learning more about trades and manufacturing and things like that. You know, just like the girls, like she's telling you, they're going to be making their own cosmetics, Mm -hmm. you know, and when they see those things, you know, in the store, you know, they've got to wonder, well, we did this. We understand how it's made, you know, and that's going to be just a blessing for them to be able to go out one day if they decide to you know, pursue it, then, you know, it'll be amazing to have them as 500 Fortune people, you know, making a way for themselves with what they've learned from this point. We are so behind as a minority in STEM. You know, it's just Mm -hmm. a fact. In the school systems, you know, our children are left out. The minorities are left out by the time they get to college. They are way behind. By the time they get to high school, even, they are way behind other schools on the north side and, you know, outside of Chicago. And and we've got to do something about this. We cannot just keep turning the eye to the fact that our kids are just going to school and they just all got a pass this year. Let's just be honest. We That's all got yeah. a pass this year with all the problems that they had with truancy and and such. And we know that the teachers were overwhelmed and all the things that they had to do, you know. And they're veterans, too, by the way. We have a lot of veterans in the school system, as we do in the police department, as we do, you know, in others, the first responders and stuff. You know, when we talk about all of these lucrative jobs, we're talking about those who served the served served in the armed forces as well. You know, we're Mm -hmm. putting a a, a true beating on our police department. These are not all of this is not the police department issue. You know, this is the community issue. And we have got to start holding these parents accountable.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with everything you said, Rochelle, you know. And, and and there is something about this. You know, many of the uh, police officers, you know, any profession you go into, you have bad actors, whether it is yeah. um, attorney, a doctor, a lawyer, or, you know, whoever. Right. And uh, yeah. so police officer. But um, many, most of them are, you know, some of them are veterans, too. And they are trying to, um, you know, integrate themselves into the community to do something good. Uh, To try to stop crime because um, I I just see, you know, when you're seeing people being shot through their head on the expressway while they're driving with their uh, kids or if they're an Uber driver and have four kids at home that they now don't have a father, you know, it, it is just absolutely tragic what's going on out there. So, is. Uh, so this program, you know, I'm going to talk to you later offline. Yeah, Michelle, please do. Because there are a couple of resources I was thinking about when you were talking that may be of mm-hmm. use, um, that may be a little bit helpful. But um, that
2: would be
1: great because yeah. the Army, actually, the West Point yeah. alumni is involved in all of these STEM processes. Yeah, they are already involved in it.
0: Yeah, so you, in
1: Washington D.C., in Virginia, in Houston, they're in, and they're already a part of it.
0: Yeah, we got to have you back on, Rochelle. So right before your launch of this thing, or, you know, just to to give some public service announcements about this occurring Mm -hmm. and um, how we can help you. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit AmericasHG.org.